That's why you should always check your drivers. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. This is another one of those rare occasions where we're doing an AM episode yep. because we tried to do uh, our normal Thursday get-together. It's like our standing date. Yeah. It's, it's date night for me and Dan. Listen, the whole we, my uh, whole week wraps around it, to be honest. It's, it's a crucial moment of my week margaritas and and podcasting are just kind of how thursdays go Absol- in my house absolutely and you know the the real issue well there there were multiple issues the main issue with was that uh you just upgraded your laptop right i upgraded it and then um i yeah and then it it, it abruptly downgraded itself uh, as we were trying to get started uh recording yeah i, I installed uh there's a thing called loopback that is a mac application that lets you route audio in really clever ways and uh yeah uh, uh it's a little too clever i upgraded it um here on my new machine and it caused the whole machine to not uh be able to stay running for more than about 30 seconds at a time um Probably because I used the migration assistant and copied it over a, an older, like a version for the wrong architecture for the Intel architecture yep. rather than the Apple Silicon architecture is my guess. Nobody um, cares about any of this. No, no, no. It was super nerdy now. The point is I had to reinstall the OS on my machine last night. Brand new machine. I had to reinstall the OS on it, which is- uh, Love that. You know, great. The, the, the second issue was that I had uh, abandoned an episode of Stranger Things <laughs> in the midway point yeah. to- begin this uh this session and it never happened so i i i'm getting texts from upstairs from my, wa- my wife going this episode is unbelievable and i was like please stop doing this i really need to focus <laughs> and it is it and, is unbelievable and then um once it became clear that the uh the podcast recording was not going to happen uh i went ahead and opened up uh netflix on my browser window yeah. and watched the back half of the episode at 1.25 speed to uh kind of get through it before it was uh it was time to go and, and it was the episode uh, that introduces running up that hill right as a as yes a and i will of, tell uh, you this at 1.25 speeds she's running up that hill she's gall- really running galloping up that hill just yeah, going yeah that song is still number four as of this week so uh good for kate bush yeah, man seriously. and also like props to the duffer brothers for like finding yeah creative ways of like nobody was missing running up that hill no, they just literally like pulled it yeah, out, of, out of nowhere, plucked it from, you know, the era that they're they're This whole show is a love letter to. And yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a great there's a great Metallica quote later in the season. That's uh, well, and, and it's funny because like they're uh, Metallica just played Lollapalooza uh-huh. and the guy who played Eddie Munson like met them and like they nice. played Master Puppets backstage. And nice. and now when they play Master Puppets, they play that whole scene behind them on like their giant LED wall. Cool. And it was like, I, I was reading some comments. They're like, it's really cool that Metallica is like embracing this. I was like, Embrace they it. had to give them permission <laughs> right. to do it in the first place. Yeah. And I have a sneaking suspicion that they were like, if you're going to use our song, um, we're going to request the source footage so that we can use it for our own, you know, you know that was endeavors. part of the sync rights terms. You know it was. 100%. Of course it was. So it's yeah. all business. Yep. Yep. Well, other than having to completely reinstall your OS and stressing out on a Thursday night, how have things been going? Oh, my God. Let me tell you. Since we were last together, the new project, the new Strange, played our first actual public gig that wasn't like a put-together party for us to play at. Um, yep. At a place that I've been doing a lot of music at, State Street Wine Company here in Greensboro. Really, really great patio. Um uh, uh, if you, if you find yourself in central North Carolina, it's worth stopping by because it's a gorgeous little spot and they do more than just wine. Um, boy, oh boy, oh boy. It was so look, was it perfect? Did we play flawlessly? No, absolutely not. And listening back to the recordings now we didn't, but the energy we put out 
was exactly the energy I want my show to have. It was so much fun and so much engagement and people just partying and having a great time and screaming about, you know, we had that moment a couple of times we'd start a song and the whole, I, I see the room be like, oh my God, they, what, you know, when you, when you really nail a room with a song selection, we, we, we had that a couple of times and, uh, um, yeah, it was awesome. We had a big crowd too, it was standing room only and, and the, the, the owner of the place, um, a couple of times like came out and was like kind of almost in tears. You know, this, this thing's been his baby. It's been open for three months or so. And, uh, he said, you know, this is the biggest crowd we've ever had. It's the biggest night we've ever had. Here's the thing that was interesting about it too. So they have a food truck there every, every, every weekend night. Mm -hmm. Um, and the one they had on was a brand new food truck. It was their opening night. And oh, wow. they were, uh, Philly cheesesteaks and wings and, um, um, and I met the guy. I was there. I was there on um, the night before, and I met the guy who ran it. And he, we were just chatting, and he, you know, he's all excited. First day tomorrow, and said, you know, I have, I got a lot of people supporters, a lot of people coming out to support my business, supporting people's businesses in this town. You know, I've been DJing and you know running running music and selling weed and talking anything I can do, right, whatever. <laughs> but a lot of people know me and have supported a lot of people, and I know a lot of people are coming out. So I had a suspicion how it was going to look when I got there at you know, three, three thirty ish to start the setting up in a new place. Um, I pulled up in the parking lot was full, 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 full. And the patio was full and, um, and they were, they were both eating and drinking. And so, um, it was, you know, already the day had started out strong <laughs> and the owner said, you know, he, he got there at about ten thirty, and there was already a line waiting for the truck to open at 11. And, uh, and, and, and he said it, um, they actually had to shut down. They had to shut down at like three thirty because they were out of food. They had to go buy more food. Yeah. Um, and and around that time, the owner said, "God, we've already done a thousand dollars at the till today. It's four o'clock. We've done, we're at a thousand dollars." I said, "Great. What's the game then? What are we? What are we going to finish the day at?" Hmm. He said, "He hadn't uh, even like gotten that far." No, he hadn't even thought about that. I said, three, three thousand. He said, Five? "Man, if we could do three thousand, we could do three. That'd be that'd be unreal. That would be the that'd be by far our biggest day." And I said, great. Well, then you can give us a raise then. He said, yeah, I'll give you a raise. You get to three, you know, and I, I've been saying to him, I want to get the band at, for bar gigs, I want to at, at 600 instead of four. I want to be over a hundred ahead. Um, yeah. That's the, we all know that's the low ball game. And I have yep, something more to say sure. about that in a minute. Um, he said, boy, we get to 3000. You got your 600 next time. No problem. I'll, I, I make more, you make more. It's like, yeah, that's the deal. So place was packed. Place was slamming. We did, um, uh, I experimented with something that I heard a, a, a writer into gig gab talk about a couple of weeks ago, which is a toast, mm -hmm. like doing a toast. And so yep. as I set up the break, uh, I told everyone to come back with something with a drink to raise in the air. And, um, uh, we came back from the break. We played happy birthday to a friend of mine from the Lexington crew who chose to come up and have my show be her birthday party. Mm -hmm. Right. So she had like 15, 20 people with her. Um, so we sang happy birthday to her. And then I, I did a toast this is like you're at a historic event. This is the first public gig of this this band. Also, this is yep. the this is the first night of this truck. Also, this venue we're at has been here for like three three months. So, like, please raise your glass to what's new. And everybody like ah, you know, like like a good moment, like like and and right. um, I don't know, it worked. I think I'm gonna keep refining that concept. But I think you know, um, a moment to have everyone be focused together that's not exactly musical but is about drinking <laughs> i think mm -hmm. i think it's a it's an interesting thing so i'm gonna keep playing with that um 
It's a great concept for sure. Yeah, yeah, and 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 how to make it how to make it also musical. I think might be the might be the. I, I don't know. I just I just want to keep experimenting with it. If anyone has ideas about that, hit us up by email. So you you have you have a female vocalist in your group. There yes. is a song by a band called Hailstorm. If you're not familiar with them, called Here's to Us. Uh huh. So that might be something to think All about. Right. All right. It, and it's like it's a really. It's a power ballad for sure because they're they're a rock band and uh, their lead singer has this very big voice and um, it's a cool song. All right, you should you should check it out. All right, all right, might be something worth looking into. Yeah, so we can integrate there. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see the last. Is, just, yeah, one last thing about that night. Um, it's, it's so much to say. It was you know it was just just killer. Um, uh, at the end of the night, one of my other Lexington people who um, I f- who came up came up to me. I haven't seen her in a few mm-hmm. weeks. She moved away. Uh, a few weeks ago and she came up to me and said, listen, I'm having, it's not a wedding exactly. Cause we snuck off and got married, but it's sort of the announcement mm-hmm. to everybody that we got married. It's like, like a wedding, but the wedding's already happened and we'd love for you guys to yeah. play it. So I now have a contract out to her to sign. That is like our first multi-thousand dollar, like real big boy gig and, um, mm-hmm. band super excited about it. It's in Asheville, which is the, the fun weekend town. Uh, that's not beach in North Carolina. <laughs> weekends, yeah. weekends on the beach are great, but if you're not, you know, if you're gonna get away for a weekend in North Carolina, it might be to Asheville. So, um, you know, it'll certainly, it'll certainly pay us for a great weekend in Asheville. And uh, yeah, I think, I think it'll be awesome. She's super excited about it. And um, and uh, the question is if her parents are gonna add us to the budget, which mm. uh, you know she's gonna work on them. Uh, I think they yeah. probably will. We've we've already been working out sort of timeline and what's going to happen. Probably Taylor and I'll do some acoustic duo while people are doing apps and drinks, filing mm-hmm. in and stuff. And then we'll um, play a, a playlist during dinner and then we'll rock out after some. Very cool. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I, you would, uh, you would hit me up about the, uh, the blank contract. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to need that. Yeah. So uh, that is something that is available either a la carte on uh coverbandconfidential.com or if you're a member of the Patreon, which has been slowly, you know, adding to the ranks uh, yeah. every single week a few this week uh, right? it's, it's available yeah it's available there too uh but yeah th- it's a it's a great jumping off point uh i i will say this we're, we're in the process of getting this october date figured out and um this one particular client who is a a nonprofit, um i've been back and forth with them uh revising the contract like for it's been multiple months at this point and we have played hundreds of private events we have played for multiple law firms and even like the trial lawyers association of georgia <laughs> and i have never done this number of revisions wow and it's just it's it's very interesting and it's not anything like um they're not necessarily trying to take things away or you know make us you know not get the things that we need uh to be successful it's just like the language needs to be a certain way for you know the brass to yeah. sign off on it so yeah. Yeah. A lot of semantics. Yeah. Yeah. Lawyers, you know, got to got to justify their hourly rate. What do you call 100 lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? A good start. Hey. We'll be right back. Sorry. <laughs> That's our Unless unless they're blues lawyers, in which case they should yeah, be so our, they should be our yeah, listeners and fans. Yeah. We're shifting gears into our shock jock era. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we used to yeah, have a rap horn. I don't know where that went. Yeah, for sure. That was a thing. Uh, so let's see. Um, this past week, uh, Warped played the second show we've ever played. Um, added a couple of components, one being a second guitar player. And I brought my guitar stuff. And then I played my guitar for two songs of a 45-minute set. And I was like, wow, this seems like a colossal waste of time and uh, space and resources and things. 
I will say, so we had had a conversation uh, when I came back from that gig where I was kind of like ho-humming about the way yeah. that the night went. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I think I was just like in a weird headspace uh, after the after the show and, and um, how things perceived to have been. Uh, part of it was, you know, it was the second time. So I think there were like expectations of things that in, in when things don't line up a certain way, maybe you don't feel the same way about them that you did before. But like for context, that was the first show that like we had played ever. It was like a rare show during an era where, you know, COVID was kind of like keeping things from happening. Yeah. So this is like one of the first times out in, in like that first night felt like super like magical. Um, and, uh, but as I've like thought about it and gone through things, like tons of stuff went right. And we got, we, we added new songs that went over really well. Um, we made, 50% more than we did the first time, which nice. is still not a whole lot at all. Right. Um, I, we got more pictures. We got more footage. I got the full set recorded on multi-track off of the board. Cool. I tried that last time and forgot to turn it off. And that's a fun little bug. If you yeah. uh, have the X32 yeah. card, if you don't stop the recording, it doesn't save the recording. So that's fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the process of breaking that up. Cause I mean, these a 45 minute set of 16 channel audio is massive and um, it's really hard to mix everything uh, all at once, especially if you've got to like clean things up vocally or that kind of thing. So I'm breaking them up into individual songs to make yep. it easier to navigate through. Yep. Uh, so yeah, lots of things are right. And I think uh, I, I was telling Dan before we, uh, we hopped on here that I think the biggest issue was that I had, uh, I had done something and my eye was hurting. So I was like, I'm just going to wear glasses to load in. And then when I got there, I was like, well, maybe I'll just like let it ride. I won't, I brought my contacts, but I won't put them in because uh, my eye still kind of hurts and maybe I'll just do it in glasses. And I think that's something I don't normally do. And it was uh, this weird separation situation where normally like members only plays in sunglasses and it's kind of like a thing that we do. Whereas the, with the pop punk thing, I think I want to be more connected. It's, it's much more like intimate in that way. Yeah. And uh, I felt separated. And so everything just kind of fell off. And it had nothing to do with the end product. It had nothing to do with the way that, like the the room perceived it or anything. It was just everything was all in my head. Does the audience care? Ex well, yeah, right. But I think you know we had had that conversation again f with the uh, with the Alt ninety five guys. It was like, does the audience care if the musicians on stage feel off? It sometimes carries. Maybe, maybe sometimes. So D depends. It's it's, it's yeah. a hard question to answer, and yeah. um, I think it's just. Sometimes if you're having like a bad day, like don't make decisions. Like yesterday was one of those days. Like work was like super rough. Yeah. And I was thinking about because we have a gig tonight. Um, and it's uh that that gig that's like nine years in the making is happening tonight. Excellent. And we're playing um at a place in uh in Atlanta-ish. It's it's considered a suburb, but it's more like a neighborhood now. Um, and it's at a theater that Elvis Presley played. Like it's like a it's like this historic place. Wow. And um Yesterday, I was just kind of like dreading it. And it had more to do with the day that I was having. And I was like, am I like, is this really what I want to be doing? And I was like, stop making, don't think through this stuff. Like, yeah. this is not the time to be no. making decisions. Yeah, This is just, you're having a crappy day and just like be in the crappy day and like move on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Crappy days end. They do. Yeah. And then good days start. Yeah. And that's what today is. There you go. Perfect. Because it's Friday, baby. It is Friday. It's Friday, baby. Starting it out. Starting out with a podcast. Cue the. Friday Foghorn Shock Shock Radio bah, bah, Show. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. yeah. And some like obnoxious song parody. 
Friday, Friday, I think we're on to something. I think we, Friday. Yeah, I think we're going to hate it very much in not very much time, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. All right, good. So, you know, initially our concept was like the tale of two shows, but in reality, like both shows went well. Both shows were good. It was more about perception. Yeah. Because, and you were saying like a lot of stuff went right at your show outside of just people being there and, and the business doing well. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about content and, and, and getting good footage and the, you have really been a, um, a proponent and an advocate for the, uh, the Mevo. Yeah. And, and I gotta tell you, I did get, I also got full board audio, um, and six cameras, six Mevo cameras worth of footage of the whole night. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I posted the first song that I put together, uh, closer chain smokers, uh, to the, to the slack and, um, really happy with how that came together. And there are a bunch of others that are, that are good too. I think, um, ultimately what I want to do is have, you know, that, that montage looking thing that is 15 to 20 seconds of eight tunes. Um, mm -hmm. and it, you know, sells the whole range of what we do and, and all yep. of that. So that, that'll be what I'm putting together. Uh, too. I, I am finding like you that the move is to keep the big raw footage on an SD drive and then um, cut out just the clips of songs to bring into Final Cut because um, even on a monster machine like this one that I have here, it's uh, that's a lot. So um, lots of processing. Yeah, yeah. But the multicam stuff that's in Final Cut Pro is pretty killer. So it's really easy to just patch that together and it syncs all the cameras up. You just choose, you know, you're like a, like a like a a director, you know, directing the Oscars or something. Just go camera two, bing, bang, boom. go camera three. Yeah. It's pretty good. Very cool. Yep. So let's see. Um, what's going on for this weekend. You got anything going on tomorrow, tonight or tomorrow night? Sleep. Wow. Yeah. 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 I have nothing going on. We're actually not even going to rehearse this weekend. Cause, um, so my basis has moved to Raleigh. Um, and mm. she's, uh, she's a, she's a young, uh, uh, energetic young human. And she has assured me that she wants us to keep playing with us and that moving away uh, an hour, an hour and a half down the road doesn't mean she's quitting. Um, that's good. I do see the writing on the wall of subbing her more because of her availability and whatnot. That's just inevitable. And so I'm already starting to kind of put some feelers out about that, but it does mean we're going to, we're going to move at this point rehearsal to probably more like once every two weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The rest of us may get together periodically. Um, just to start prepping stuff. She's a, she's a quick study. She's a, she's a, you know, a, a, a base performance, graduate from the local music school. So she knows right. a scene in terms of like getting prepped for stuff. She's, she's sharp that well, way. But also like, this is going to, that's her full gig. Like that's how she's making No, she's, 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 uh, she currently works for this. Well, before she moved away, she was working for the Greensboro city library. Um, okay. so it's not, she's not trying to be a full-time, full-time musician, but you know, whatever she does, she's going to have that be a big carved out piece of her life for sure. Cause it's, yeah, it's a weird thing because like as, as band leaders, you want, talented competent people but um hiring full-time musicians for your projects can be really tricky because um, yeah. they have to work yeah and so unless you can keep them full-time right. uh you might run into availability issues well and she replaced somebody like that somebody who is a, mm -hmm. a, a full-timer a, a classmate of hers actually um also killer bassist but like i had him as a member of the band for a while full bird member and uh and then like he couldn't do anything because he he was you know booked solid for months and months at a time. Good good for him. He needs to be. Yeah, but for sure. it's like just it's tough to it's tough to work with that as a a band that's going to play a couple times a month maybe. 
Yeah. Uh, it's really, it's really hard to, to get, um, booked out far enough ahead that you can be on, you know, have that guy available. Um, yeah. and then he, he did some, he did some horse trading on me, you know, like he, yeah. we were booked and then he got a better offer. And I, yeah, yeah. it was kind of when I, when I pulled the plug on that, on that one. Sure. Yeah. It, you know, th- these are the things that being a, uh, a band leader involved and it's, it's, you know, it's, you, you got to make tough decisions and yeah. have those conversations yeah. and that kind of thing. And, yeah. um, you know, members only still needs to kind of do our stakeholder meeting and kind of talk through some stuff. And, you know, w- w- there's some, there's some things that need to be tweaked and yeah. some issues that need to be addressed and just maybe just like brought out. Cause yeah. I think sometimes, um, just shining light on, on, on a subject can demystify it and make it less scary. For so, sure. For sure. I just want to get into the other side of this gig and then we've got a couple of weeks off um, and then we got some stuff in September. The the thing about this gig tonight is that because this venue and this like is it's a it's first of all, it's like a collection of venues. There's multiple uh-huh. versions of this location, um, but it is in the kind of cover tribute band world like a a a level of prominence, mm. even though we have been super busy and very successful outside of this particular lane. Um Yesterday, uh, another venue that kind of caters to that kind of group just hit us up out of the blue, asking about awesome what our pricing is and that kind of thing. Awesome. So, um, it it does kind of just make you more visible. Mm. And uh, you know, in our world, '80s bands are uh, not a scarcity right. in our market, right? But they're the bands that are kind of above us as far as like prominence and or you know viability. Uh, are in the process of pricing themselves out of places like this. Uh-huh. So uh, as as you know, groups go from local to regional to national. Um, you know, it opens up uh, opportunities for other groups. And you know, for us, we we that's not something that I aspire to. I, I like playing music. Sometimes um, it rely it being my so, my sole source of uh, income is not interesting to me any longer. Right. Um, that's a that's a young man's game as far as I am concerned, uh, but it would be nice to just kind of have some standing dates and and not have to chase those down as often. Yeah, um, and kind of get back into the sales funnel-y kind of process that mm-hmm. we uh, have grown accustomed to. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you can you can grow to be, you know, a pork tornado size operation, um, and you know it'll take over your whole summer, but it's yeah. awesome, you know. And then and then um, and you know those guys travel regionally i suppose they were in yeah. chicago recently mm-hmm. um but i think there's a lot of space in there for you to dial in exactly the sweet spot of your you know operation i think yeah you know it's, so it's great to be able to move up market the way you are that's that's yeah, it's huge actually it's really good yeah, yeah. well and, and speaking of um traveling and you know networking and that kind of thing uh one of the other bands from uh f- that are a part of the listenership yeah. uh, got to open up for the pork tornadoes yes. in chicago yes and they hooked up because they're uh they're in the slack together so it's 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 a lot this whole thing is all about lifting each other up and and connecting people uh because we've got guys from all over the country all over the world at this point and um you know finding uh opportunities to work together is is definitely something that like we're we're actively striving to do yeah um there's there's a slight outside chance we might be able to get uh, a little bit of a meetup happening sometime next month. I'm not fully sure I can make that happen, but um, if there's any way to to do that, it you know we will do our darndest, as they say. Yep. Yep. 
let's see. The rest of my day is uh, printing out uh, set lists, restringing some guitars, and uh, packing some stuff up because that's you know it's your day. It's it, it's gig day, baby. Yeah. Listen, let me let me just float an idea past you. This is something that I've been thinking about it. that that you Can't mentioned. Wait. Um, t- say say a little about um the coffee you're drinking there. So um we were talking about uh Duncan and how I uh, I, I like uh, I like a cold brew. Yeah. But specifically, I like a uh, I like a nitro yeah. cold brew. Uh, yeah. It's got an octane to it. It's got a texture to it that I'm very uh-huh. very uh, into. Yeah, and then and, and then uh, what's the so the the part that I'm asking here particularly about is the saving up the freeze. Saving oh oh so um because there's a Dunkin' by my house and I was like what am I going to do with this I don't I I don't like donuts that much um but I do like their coffee and uh I'm there probably three days a week minimum yeah. And uh, because they have a loyalty program, right. they've got a little app that I order through. And so I can literally just walk in and grab my stuff. But it, there's a loyalty component to it. And I, I, uh, I get free coffee. Yeah. And uh, as of like, a co- like last week, I had three free coffees. I had like banked them up. Yeah. And so I was just like, I can just wander right in and get myself a coffee and have nothing to show or just walk out. Yep. Easy peasy. Yep. All right. So now where, where, where might Dan be going with this? This is a random thing to be talking about on a music podcast. No clue. So here's the thing. Um, I thought we were talking about Nitro Cold Brew for a bit. I know. Well, I'm glad we did because it's good stuff. Here's the thing. When I am uh, doing my trivia stuff or doing my acoustic stuff or doing my band stuff, I'm talking particularly in the bar band, public event kind of world. The thing that I want to foster is repeated visits. I want people coming back to me. I want people following me. I want people, you know, I have a group of, a group of people, this woman from the Lexington trivia who uh, call themselves my groupies. Um, uh, We're just friends. Doesn't mean anything more than that. But I have a lot of friends who don't come to all my shows. These ladies come to all my shows. Yeah. And I came across, I can't remember where it was a couple weeks ago. Some company has a loyalty program. I was like, loyalty program. Interesting. Interesting. So I thought it'd be a fun thing for us to kind of brainstorm about. Cause like, imagine if I had a card that was like the Dan Ray music card, I don't know. Yeah. And I had a hole punch that, you know, after five shows, you get some fancy magic piece of exclusive merch or something, or, um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Does that seem cheesy to you? Does that seem, what do you, I don't to know. To me, it sounds like a meat space, Patreon, meat space, Patreon. That's a band name. There you go. Um, because yeah, you, you are, you, you have an exclusivity. It's kind of like you were talking about the, the chocolate bars with that one. Right. That Corsi one Blanton. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when you, you show up to her show, if you can show that you, uh, you do stuff and like support them, then you get this, this unique perk. Right. Um, it's a matter of threading the needle though, because in order to, in order for exclusivity to be a component, you have to there has to be enough there there. Right. So maybe it's not exclusive f- at first, but maybe it's just a free, free shirt or, for, or like make something that like is easy to make. Yep. And not necessarily, um, expensive to make like coffee mugs or, or some shot, sort of shot like glasses or, yeah, you know, something that like you can easily get, um, appliques for that, like doesn't take a lot of upfront cost, and maybe just a little bit of time, but is 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 interesting yeah. uh, to people, and and do something like that. That's that's definitely a possibility. Um, but I, I think it's it would be more of you you give them something. Uh-huh. So there has to be a, a an exchange of value. Yes. Um, I just don't think that exclusivity, at least at the beginning, as a proof of concept, as a you know. You think free, MVP, you think if you will, free is free is enough. It doesn't have to be exclusive. 
I don't think at first. Mm-hmm. I think you can you can build to that. But I think in order for that to be a component, you either need to find an exclusive thing that is low stakes, yeah, low cost, um, or listen, there, there could be there could be free. levels. You could have like your card could have, you know, the corners punched, meaning you'd have you you, you know you've completed two cards before. So like this is your third card, you get the third level thing, or right. Um, I don't know. There are ways to there are ways to structure that so it's so it gets more and more. Um, the more invested you are in showing up at stuff, the more goodies you get or something. It's like a, it's like the uh, perfect attendance yeah. card. If you yeah. get like a pizza party at the yeah, end of the year. Pizza party. There you go. I could throw a pizza party. That would be fun actually to do like an event. Like if you had like a solid fan base that like was pretty regular, yeah. like throw an event at the end of the year, like a literal pizza party. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. That funny. would be fun. That would be fun. Oh, well, I'll tell you this, this, just, this wedding, not wedding thing that I'm going to do is yeah. almost entirely going to be populated by folks from the Lexington crew that bunch of that bunch yeah. of friends that come to my thing all the time you know they're they're all going to be there and a lot of them were there on saturday too i think this week's episode should be called meet space patreon meet space patreon all right i can do that i, it, I think it's confusing enough yeah it'll get like the quizzical you know the mer? the what it might it might that actually might backfire cuz it does seem that um when a topic is covered and the uh and it's practical that uh our numbers go up so maybe meet space patreon is a bad idea well i think we'll we'll experiment we'll find out yeah. if, if we'll call it meet space patreon and if this episode tanks we'll no not yeah. do that again well and if you're looking for relevant information uh and things that are informative and not so uh murky uh you should check out this week's youtube video which yes. uh premiered about an hour or two ago yes uh, i did a video about why you should incorporate your band and it is um, very relevant. It is all practical. It's even got, you know, steps and things and best practices and that kind of stuff. And um, I wish that somebody had made that video <laughs> and explained why it's a good idea in five and a half minutes uh, before I did, because I uh, I didn't have any of that <laughs> information. Right. And I don't think people do a very good job of explaining how and why it's a good idea. Right. But it is. It is. Yeah. And there are a lot of ways to do it that have trade-offs. And so, yeah, it's a good video. It lays it all out. Yeah. So uh, check out the Cover Band Confidential YouTube channel. Um, it is a, uh, it's right there at the top. It should be. So got any, anything else going on? Uh, no. Cool. Oh, um, I am. Um, we're booked at uh, back at State Street again for. Um, uh, Gamer experience, right? Uh, well, we haven't really, we're not calling it, uh, maybe, maybe. For sure maybe. we know there's going to be a band, full band show on the Saturday before Halloween, big party, Halloween party thing. I always, mm-hmm. it's like my favorite, my favorite gig to play is Halloween party. It's the, always just the crazy good time. So We should do, I know we've talked about it before. We should do, uh, we should do spooky Halloween song bracket like we, we could did. do a bracket. Bad Christmas yes. song bracket. Yes, we should. In time to learn them and use them. Yeah. yeah. We, like well, we need to do like that. Beginning like, of October, maybe. Well, no, well, what we need to do is we need to record it in September and like ah, put it on ice yes. so that it's like ready to go on Good. October 1st. Perfect. Perfect. We'll do that it. That might be a Patreon stream thing that we do and then yeah. release it later on. I like it. Cool. But you were saying. That I'm excited about that. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I've got uh, a couple of random offers to do solo acoustic stuff, which weirdly enough, I have not done like all summer. Huh. Um, so. As the uh, temperatures are starting to cool, I might grab a couple of those uh, just to do it. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't, there's there's a whole swath of material that I haven't, I, I've gotten to play a lot of music this summer. I will say that. 
and um 80s stuff 90s stuff and like the the pop punk emo thing but like not a lot of uh not a lot of yacht rock not a lot of uh elliot lurie or you know that kind of that kind of lane so you know i i picked up a new acoustic song yesterday it's one of those ones that i've uh spent a lot of time saying gosh i wish i could play that but Mm -hmm. and then i just tried it and i was like oh no yeah and what it was was um salisbury hill uh peter gabriel okay um, which, yeah. you know, is there's, there, there are arrangements out there, um, that don't require two guitars as it's recorded. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I'm pretty happy with what I've landed on for it. So that'll be a new part of my acoustic show. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's all that I've got. And, and like I said, I mean, it's gig day. I got, oh I yeah, got no, you gotta get to busy, do. man. So, uh, folks, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, being patient. Uh, I know that I missed listening to the podcast on my uh, my morning constitutional that yeah. I do after the, the kids get on the bus. Uh, but hopefully uh, you'll get a chance to listen to this on your way to whatever you've got going on this evening. So uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, for your continued support. If you want to uh, support us further, share us with your friends, share us with your bandmates, share us with other people in your scene. Um, gotten a lot of really amazing emails and dms and coaching stuff that's that's kind of come out recently that's just it's been really cool just talk to people and kind of pick their brains about how business their business works and their markets and that kind of thing and it's just it's super cool and um every single day it's it's a fun new thing uh to learn about how people are making good money playing music and uh whether we are a part of that or not uh we just want that for you so thanks thanks (laughs) (laughs) or you can do any things that our buddy and Sammy Hagar's best friend, Adam from the Van Van, uh, is going to tell you right now. So we'll go and call it for this week. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Coverbait Confidential Podcast for the... Did I say confidential? Confidential, yeah. You have been listening to the Coverbait Confidential Podcast for the week of August 19th, 2022. Have a great week. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes, goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M BAND. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We played funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown, and 
Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Mm.